James. This is Melissa Lamb, and, and you're, you're listening, listening to Topa Talk. Talk. Hi, listeners. Today we have Alexa from Rat Boy with us. She lives in Ventura. She's actually Melissa's neighbor. Very this house, man. This house has a lot of visitors. <laughs> um, but hi, Alexa. So tell us a little bit about Rat Boy. Hey, guys. Um, yes, I literally walked across the street and came here. I was shocked. I was like, how do we not know That's each amazing. other already? But, Pretty um, good commute. Uh, yeah, amazing commute. Um, I actually drove. No, I walked. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I Rat Boy, I make handmade scrunchies and accessories. Um, I source locally sourced fabrics, um, recycled items, vintage stuff. Um, and I basically cut it all up and then make cute scrunchies so like why scrunchies okay so it actually just kind of happened like uh I was getting my hair cut a while ago and my hairstylist gave me a scrunchie and I'm super particular about my hair ties because I have a lot of hair and so I grew up in Hawaii and like all the Hawaii girls use these like Japanese hair elastics um they're what? super strong they're like they they're stretchy and they can like hold all your hair up and then they're super durable like you can like wear them for like 10 years and they'll never break so I'm like addicted to those um but my hairstylist gave me a scrunchie and I ended up wearing it all the time because it was just so cute and like it didn't leave the line on my hair when I would take it down so I fell in love with it but it like broke um so usually I was thinking oh I'll just fix it and sew it back up um but then I was like, well, actually, like, I want to make a new one using, like, my hair elastics and then just make it cuter. So I basically redesigned it. I did a bunch of different prototypes, and I ended up with um, what became, like, the Rat Boy scrunchies. Um, so I wore it all the time, and then I started making them for, like, my boyfriend's nieces and, like, friends and stuff. And then other people started wanting them. So so what is inside so the scrunchie? It's elastic so it's I basically have like a big roll of like super high quality elastic and then I cut off a piece and I'll actually tie it Mm -hmm. um because if you sew them they they like break easier um so I double knot it and like stretch it out a lot and then um it'll just hold better yeah and so you said you also I didn't realize you were making other accessories too so what else are you are you making I make bucket hats and what the heck is a bucket hat I want one I know what a bucket hat is bucket hat it's like from the 90s it's like what you wore as a kid I'm gonna have to google it while we're talking yeah I can't picture it (laughs) and then I make like fanny packs and I just started making duffel bags too oh man but I haven't none of those have like gone up on the website yet they're still just in my studio like perfecting the design but did you go to like any like sort of like design school or is this just like you're just naturally gifted oh that's a bucket hat yeah oh yeah she learns a lot (laughs) I make reversible bucket hats they're real they're real 90s they're real cute um but no I just my mom taught me to sew when I was young and she made a lot of my clothes um you know like I was a weird size so I couldn't fit like all the all like the cool clothes that people were wearing but I wanted to wear them so my mom would just basically like remake them for me and fabrics that I liked and stuff so she's really sweet yeah she's the best so she she taught me how to sew but I was really impatient so you know she'd teach me how to do something and I'd be like oh can you just do it like you're so much better um 
And then when I got older, I got more into it. Actually, when I first moved to Ventura, I lived in this like random studio apartment over there and I had no furniture. I just had like my bed on the ground and like an overturned crate as a table. And then I got a sewing machine and I was just like would sew a bunch of clothes and like I didn't know anyone here I never went out or anything but I would sew all these like skanky little like club dresses like for I don't know why but yeah I got back into it then awesome where did you grow up I grew up in Hawaii oh that's yeah on Oahu Mm -hmm. great that sounds amazing you have like Hawaii vibes yeah you do you guys have Hawaii vibes too it's because we're super chill (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) so let's talk about the name rap boy and I think we guess we have to loop in Dami yeah. to this discussion. Yeah. So my dog, so, um, okay. So a year ago about, I rescued a dog from Bakersfield. His name was Domino. Um, and so we shortened his name to Domi. Domi. But- I'm sorry. I think I said Domi. Oh, <laughs> loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Domi. Um, but yeah, I quickly became like a weird, creepy, obsessed dog person, like uh, immediately. Welcome to the table. It was mm-hmm. like... That's all of us here. Yeah. So that happened right away. Um, <laughs> and my whole life became about him. And um, so we have like a bunch of nicknames for him. One of them is Rat Boy because he like looks like a giant oversized rat sometimes. Like he just gets this look in his face. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Rat Boy. And so when I was thinking about the name for my company, when I finally was like, oh, maybe I should like make this into something and like make an Instagram like, oh, shit, what's my name? You know, Um, I was like, OK, I don't know. Rat Boy just popped in my head and I I told a couple people and they were like, no, we no, I don't like that name. And but I really liked it. So it just it's super unique. It's very cute, though. Yeah. I get why people were like, what? But it's actually and really also, fucking And also, I cute. have to say, like, for somebody that's making, like, scrunchies, which I think could be, like, very, like, exactly. gender and, like, girly, like, rap boy, it, like, has, like, some, like, has some weight edge. to it and mm-hmm. some yeah. edge, which I think is, like, really interesting for the type of products that you're making. Like, I think it's... And it's flexible. It doesn't it's tie a, you down to, right. like, any sort of... Right, yeah, to one thing. Of, it's not, like, scrunchies. Yeah. Scrunchies by Scrunchy Alexa. girl. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, the name wasn't taken. Like, it was just, like, and I feel the same way. Like, I didn't want it to be super girly. And, like, even at at the beginning when I was making them, everyone was like, these are really nice. Like, you need to have a name that's nicer. Like, you know, that's more, like, high-end. And I was just like, no, like, I like that. Like, this feels authentic for me. Like, that's so important. Yeah, so. And way to tell them no. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, I considered it, you know, I'm like, but it's of like. Of course, we all have like insecurities and we're yeah. all nervous, but. But sometimes it's like you just know, so. Yeah. So you started, when did you officially transition to starting Rap Boy? When did like you launch? Um, I would say like officially Rap Boy was last November. Wow. Um, so not even a year? Yeah, not even a year. Holy cannoli, girl. But I was, like, working really hard. So, like, I would work all day. Of course. Um, And then I would come home and, like, work all night. And yeah, the would... side hustle game is not a yeah. joke at all. Yeah. I mean, you guys know. Yes. Yeah. So what were you doing before? What was your kind of career path? So I was working for seven years at a, a production company that made mostly environmental documentaries. Um, we started in Venice and then we moved up to Ohio and that's what brought me here to Ventura. Okay. Um, oh, okay. So you're living in LA before. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so that was really cool. And I, and you did that right after, did, right after college. Yeah. What did you study in college? Where did you go to college? Yeah. I went to Pitzer college. It's, Where uh, is that? it's in Claremont. It's like yeah. a mm-hmm. little liberal arts school. Nice. 
Um, but I studied environmental science. So when I got out of college, I was like, I want to do something environmental, but I don't want to go and like test dirt at gas stations. Oh, that's why I changed I, like, my major. I need dude. to do something more creative, yep. you know? And mm-hmm. I found this production company and I was like, oh, this is a great way to like combine like my creativity or my creative side with, you know, what I'm passionate about. Um, and yeah. then you finally were like, okay, I'm ready to like branch off. You started making scrunchies and stuff and you're like, I'm just loving this. And like, I want to dedicate myself to that. Was it like a quick transition or you were doing kind of both at the same time yeah um I feel like I always I don't know I feel like I just have this like entrepreneurial thing inside where like I always just want to be doing my own thing so I've always had like something on the side going on um what have been some of your other side hustles me and my actually me and my friend Alex I don't know if you know Yoku Jewel Uh yes we yeah she we used to have a jewelry business together before awesome and that's very cool yeah so but she was always like like she's just like so talented at making jewelry and she's like she kind of like introduced me to that and it was always her kind of thing you know um but yeah so we did that and then I mean that was pretty much the only other business but like I'm always just like making like I'm what like, is the next thing one Christmas I'm like oh like I, I'm gonna like knit all my friends beanies so I like learn how to you knit and stuff need to be best like, friends. We, we really are too similar I yeah. have like seven million side hustle business I literally used to make hair tie a uh, hair bows with little silver clips I'd go to Sally's and buy these silver oh, clips cute. and then I'd go to Michael's and I would make all these like ribbon bows when for, was this uh, this is when I was in high school oh my gosh I was working at <laughs> well my aunt owned a hair salon and so I was making hair bows for all my little nieces and cousins and they were all buying them from me for like $5 a little hair thing. So I would make like these large displays. I would spend all my free time going to Michael's and buying little buttons and little ribbons and like making these creations, like making soccer themed ones and like, you oh know, for like all the little kids. And I would go put displays up and I would go collect my money at the end of each week. And they would like sling these for me. Like these chicks were not messing around these Whoa. hair. And then I would do it at my other hair salon when I worked there. Dang. But that was one of my hardcore side hustles. I can't even believe I used to do that. Like thinking about it is so embarrassing. I would just sit around with my hot glue gun making like these insane creations. It I mean, ridiculous. that's how I feel right now. Like when I tell people, I'm like, yeah, like I make scrunchies <laughs> full time now. They're like, what? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I did pottery for a really long time and yeah. I get where you're coming from. So I feel like when you first figured this out in November and you're like going to do this, is it not just like so all encompassing and it just rules your entire universe and it's like the most exciting thing ever and you can't focus on anything else. Yeah. You can't focus at work as well because... You're like, okay, so actually what I should be doing right now is designing my website. like, Or like, you know, you get like so creative and excited and I'm like sketching like what I want to make in pottery while I'm at work. I'm like, this is not a good look. <laughs> That's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. I mean, I had to like really compartmentalize my life. because It was hard. like It was definitely like two different worlds. And so it was like very much like a, I have my day job and then I have my night job, which is like yeah. doing this. But yeah, no, I've always had that kind of instinct. Even like growing up, I was a Girl Scout and like we would sell cookies and like I like I remember one time I got like a $200 tip and like this you were like yep I like making money yeah and like (laughs) and like this guy he was like I just like you know opened a startup in San he was like visiting Hawaii from San Francisco and he was like you have like an amazing like sales like quality about you like here's a $200 tip and I was just like what like am I even allowed to accept this but okay you know yeah girl take that money (laughs) I know (laughs) I literally would go to my parents each summer with a price sheet breakdown of what it costs to do chores 
Wow. I like wanted to make money. My dad like instilled that for me from the get go. I mean, I was a pretty cheap labor. Like I was, it was pretty good deals for them. <laughs> but yeah, I would like find a way to make money no matter what. Amazing. I don't know why. It's kind of fucked up though, to be completely honest. Like that is like my end goal. To I, make money? Yes. Well, I love figuring out how to make money doing something. And then I'm like, cool, I'll switch now. Like I did the pottery thing for a long time and I still like I'm going to sell it, but well, I think that's something we should talk about, especially with Alexa. Like, yes, you need to make money, but mm-hmm. I've also kind of noticed that you're super like focused on charitable giving as mm-hmm. well and like doing stuff like that. What are some of like your favorite charities or causes that you're like invested in right now? Yeah. Um, well, right now, um, I'm actually doing two sort of um giveaways slash like I don't know, sales, I guess, to raise money for the Amazon fires in Brazil. Yeah, I saw that. Um we're giving the money to the Rainforest Action Network, which is like a nonprofit in San Francisco. They do a lot of like great restoration. Um, they've been around for a long time and they're accredited as like having great financial planning and stuff. So that's the that's the um, nonprofit that we decided to give to. But me and actually these two girls who I've never met before were like internet friends um, on Rat Boy. And we all like were just really heartbroken and just felt like what can we do and just felt so helpless and all of us are artists and um makers and stuff so we decided to do this digital um print sale and then give away with that and we've already raised it's been it's this morning my friend Dana texted me and she was like we're at five thousand dollars so we raised five thousand dollars like it's like the most viral thing I think I've ever done and that's pretty amazing and it's like cool like if this is gonna be my viral moment I'm so glad that it's for this cause and well so it's ten dollars an entry so have you raised five thousand dollars five hundred people participated I mean some people donated more though it was just ten dollar minimum so like one person donated four hundred dollars so there's like a lot of people who I think just felt the same way that we did yeah and didn't know what to do and then this is just a clear you know I mean we're donating a hundred percent of the proceeds to that so it's just a clear way to just kind of do something from here you know besides that's doesn't require like a full like lifestyle change um when that i went is this really your viral moment weren't you on stranger things wasn't it one of your scrunchies everybody thinks i was on stranger things i wasn't on no no not you the scrunchie no the scrunchie was never on stranger things oh my gosh i'm so confused yeah everybody has these cute things where they're like oh get their look like yeah, Eleven oh. in the show is wearing like this cute little top knot scrunchy thing, and they're like, "How do you get this look?" Oh, and they with the le- with Rap Boy. Yes. yes, but I mean that's totally fine. Like that people think it was on Stranger Either Things. Either way, I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's pretty cool that people are like, if you want to look like Eleven. I mean, I literally like. Do you watch Stranger Things? I do. Yeah. So my friend sent me that article that morning, and I was just in shock. I was like, wait. How, How many times th- did you read it? Because I, I would also just be like, excuse me, what? How? Yeah, no, I was really confused. I was just like, what? And then I sent it to a couple people who have like been supporting me all along the way. I have like one friend, his name is Grady. And anytime something happens or like I have to make a decision, I'm like, hey, like what? You-? He's super businessy. And I'm I'm not like I have it a little bit, but I'm more like just passionate about like creating and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I like sent it to him like and he's like wait why aren't you posting this like right now like you need to be sharing this and I was like I don't know like what do I say like here it is like <laughs> what do you I don't yeah, know you just, now it's like self-promotion times a thousand let's go then I just like started crying for an hour in my bed I was just like so happy I was like I can't did they even tell you they were gonna do that no 
So no. that was, that's what my biggest question is not a concern, but like, so these magazines and stuff can just use people's names and brands. Well, I think what happened is, so somebody else from Teen Vogue interviewed me for like a scrunchie story and that hasn't come out yet. So oh my God, how cute. I love that. Yeah. So she's, she's really cool. She's um, super obsessed with scrunchies. And so she did, she interviewed like all her favorite scrunchie brands. And um, so I think what happened is it like through the grapevine mm. there, that's how it got connected. And like, you know, I know she was like, okay, this girl's down to be on Teen Vogue. Right. So I think that's kind of how the connection that's was made. such a fun surprise. How yeah. long does it take you to make a scrunchie from start to finish? Like, can you like bust them out or like, is it a long process or do some take longer time? I mean, some take longer than others for sure. Like the embellished ones and stuff like that. But it's so everyone already asked or everyone always asked me that and it's just like, so hard to say because I do it in different steps so like mm. I'll cut a bunch of them and then I'll like sew in the tag on a bunch of them and then I'll like yeah. you know change the color you of don't the just thread. make like one scrunchie it's not yeah effect. It's not I efficient. do <laughs> I mean I'd say like if it's all cut out and like ready to go and you time me and like make one scrunchie I could probably do it in like 10 minutes I oh. think maybe less than that that's actually a lot of labor for one scrunchie more than I maybe expected maybe less Maybe less, but I don't know. It's hard to say. So are you selling most of your scrunchies like direct to consumer, like through your website or through Instagram, or are you like any, in any like retail shops or are you selling wholesale? How is that? What is that? Um, <laughs> what is that? How is that going? <laughs> it's going really good. I do mostly, um, from my website, direct to consumer. And then I am in a few like salons and shops like Findings Market, um, Caddy Wampus in Ojai, main salon in Santa Paula and then I just drop some off at Sky Salon in Oxnard. So are those all do you are you getting sales on commission or are you selling them and then they're reselling them? So I most Sorry, that's like an intimate question, but I'm really curious. No. Um so to the only one that I'm doing like oh, what is that called? When you consignment? like consignment. Consignment. There we yeah. go. I said the commission. O- that yeah, doesn't make sense. The only one that I'm doing consignment is at Findings Market. And then all the other ones are just wholesale. So amazing. Yeah. You can just do a bulk. Yeah. No. And then a lot of times you just drop them off. Yeah. For your saving shipping cost. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then I, oh yeah, that too. Like I have a local pickup option. So yes. people can save on shipping and just packaging and stuff like that. Like I try wherever I can to just save because I feel like the fashion industry is just like wasteful kind of, yeah, kind of like shitty. And, um, I just want to do what I can to reduce yeah did you do all your own like branding yeah and creative stuff yeah so you're you do uh what is it called um do you work in adobe or yeah photoshop or yeah like photoshop and lightroom and um illustrator the creative cloud yeah you're not just like good at making stuff you're very you're just talented whatever Oh, <laughs> thank you guys. Like you, <laughs> you draw really well. Like I love the drawings that you do of your dog are just too cute. Like I wish I could draw my dog because I probably like just get really poor sitting around drawing my dog all day. Like I wouldn't want to do anything else if I was good at drawing. That's like, yeah, the, my logo actually I made like you talk about doing stuff at work that I, d- I did draw that doodle of my dog like while I was on calls. Just like it's so cute. It is. Are you I want to see like, the big post-its. One. They're adorable. Um, So if you could go back in time and start all over again are there any decisions that you would have made or any decisions that you wish you wouldn't have made in starting your business like um I honestly n- no like I 
I feel like any mis I don't know. I I mean, so far so good. Like I feel like I've been really lucky in that I have so many amazing people who have just been supporting me all along the way and like, you know, all those like inevitable moments of doubt where you just feel like, Okay, what am I doing honestly with my life right now? Um, I've had so many people that are just like, You're doing amazing, like you go girl kind of stuff, you know, just like who have my back. And so I mean, knock on wood, but so far so good, like I've only been like positively reinforced and yeah I was gonna say what do your parents say oh about it um they're super supportive like do they live in California or do they still live in Hawaii they live in Hawaii okay but yeah I mean obviously you know I was like worried to tell them when I was gonna quit my job and stuff because I was very much raised with like the mentality of like my parents were like all right like you're off on your own like you got to be responsible you know you got to like have a good job you got to and there was like a lot of ego wrapped up in my job too like I feel like when I tell people like oh you know I I work like producing movies they're like oh you're okay like I don't have to worry about you you know but yeah, when I tell got people a job. yeah but when I like tell people like oh I have like a small business and I make hair scrunchies like they're like ooh like how are you doing are you okay <laughs> like <laughs> you know and so yeah, um, it's really nice, but my parents were just like totally supportive of me, like leaving my job to pursue this full time. And, um, do you have any siblings? No, I'm an only child. <laughs> Can you tell a lot? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh no. <laughs> well, I was just wondering, I think like a lot of, I have like similar like insecurities about my mm-hmm. job because I have a sister that's a doctor. And so oh, wow. it's like one of those things where I'm like, oh my gosh, like I also have to have like a very secure like traditional like strong job and there's times where I'm like I just want to quit and like go work harvest at a winery yeah totally so um I don't know that's just a lot of like weird insecurities around like job and like totally and like but but like what I'm realizing is like I've never been happier in my life like I yeah, I, I've been wor- – oh, also, I've been working harder than I ever have in my life. Like, I feel like I'm never not working now this past month that I've been doing my business. And also, I'm so much happier. Like, when I see people around town, my, town I actually want to, like, stop and talk to them. Before, I was just, like, emotionally exhausted. Like, it yes, did you know, I was just, like – I like ducking and diving sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Now I'm, like – I don't know. I see people and I'm, like, oh, so yeah, genuinely yeah. so good to see you. Like, yeah, yeah so – I don't know. Life is good on this side. Like I know it'll, it'll be hard and like financially, obviously there's more pressure, but it's, yeah, I think just following your heart and doing what you love and like setting yourself up so you can do that is super rewarding. And I'm guessing a large part of this is your boyfriend. I mean, supporting you and being there for you. Yeah. I mean, he's super supportive. Um, always has been. What's his name? His name's Corey. Corey. Yeah. And what does he do? He um he works doing uh lighting design for an architecture company, but cool. he's also a writer. So he I was gonna say you two very creative. Yeah, yeah, he's super creative. He's amazing. Um, but yeah, he's always just been like my number one supporter for sure, and and you know encouraged me to leave my job and stuff. And um, I think that's important too, just having that support system. You know. Yeah. So, on one of our tipsy topa talk recently, we talked about guilty pleasures. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I kind of want to know, like, what is your guilty pleasure? Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, your go-to guilty What's... pleasure. <laughs> oh man. Stephanie's all about I the food. I, I know. And I'm all about, about TV shows. <laughs> I. That's what I was gonna say. Like, I'm like a fat. Oh yeah, a fat kid at heart here, guys. <laughs> TV for me, like, um, like while I'm making scrunchies. 
I'm watching. I mean, I've watched every episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I've, oh my god, I have Love Island, both the British <laughs> and the American version. You watch Love Island? Oh my gosh, that yes, was of mine. Course. And then um, that's the Bachelor, hilarious. Bachelor in Paradise, like just trashy you TV. Name it, like it's on my Hulu. Watched. Did you? So when MTV first started doing all those reality TV oh. shows, were you there? Like I was Jersey there. Shore guys. We used to have Jersey Shore parties where like our friends would come over and we would watch Jersey Shore together. I mean, that, really I'm more of like the challenge. True and like life. Real world. Oh, oh, true life. I did some true, true life. life. Um, like my super sweet sixteen. My strange addiction. My strange addiction. I oh. hate that show. That's the so freaking weird. I still People think eat about like it all diapers. The time. No, they would eat. Okay, they'd eat the mattress. That's There's so a guy weird. who ate the mattress, uh. and like his wife was really mad because he was the only eating it from her side, and he said <laughs> it tasted better on her side. And then ew. <laughs> So, like, his bed was comfortable, uh, but he was, like, eating all the stuffing out of her side of the bed. That's, that's like, so some weird fetish. Like, what? when did he make that association in his mind? Like, it's just know. not okay. People, no. people have issues. We know. hope you're doing well. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you figured it out. Where are you out. now? Where that's you? what I want. My Strange Addiction, like, reunion tour. <laughs> Where are you now? Where is he now? Okay, so outside of, like, working super hard all the time, what do you do to, like, relax or to unwind? Or what are some of, like, your mm. other hobbies? Well, I'd say at the top of that list is, again, my guilty pleasure. Love to watch TV, movies, like, stuff like that. Um, I like to go to the beach. We're right by the beach, so we walk down there all the time. Um, go on bike rides. What else do I like to do? I like to do karaoke. Oh, what's your go-to? Were you at Golden Love China it. the other day? Yeah. I used to work there, and I saw a picture on your Instagram that you were somewhere, and I was like, that's a fucking Golden China. Yeah. God damn it. Oh, my gosh. Wild. I don't, like, go out and drink that much, but... When um, you do. I got hammered, and <laughs> yesterday was rough. I gotta I say, bet. but in the best, it was so rewarding. What's your go-to karaoke song? Um, I don't really have a go-to, but I do like like what did I do the other night? Uh, no Scrubs by TLC. It's mm, a good one. Amazing. Um, closing times. Always. Oh my good. god. <laughs> what else? We need to go to Golden Shore. I've never been, oh and I think gosh. I need to be initiated into the. I don't want to go. You have to, Stephanie. To Golden China. Yeah. Is there anywhere else that does? karaoke it's the best though and they had it divided into two parts like one side was they had like a metal show no i know i used to work there so they rent out the other side to like the weirdest things on the whole planet earth it's always like they did like silent discos and like really crazy punk shows and like gothic quinceaneras and like it's just really weird clientele <laughs> wow. on that side. it's always super funny and interesting i've had to work a few bars over there and it's interesting but i worked there for 10 weeks the owners don't understand what a podcast is. I don't give a fuck, but they're fucked up there. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god, it's fucked. It's fucked up. <laughs> Stephanie over there. doesn't want to go back because she doesn't want to see the owners. <laughs> no, I don't care about the owners. Would literally not know who I am, oh, so wow. it doesn't matter. But um, wait, no. tell me why. It's just the way they run their business, and it's just a cultural thing. They're just like a completely different culture, and like they're just very mean. But they're not thinking they're being mean. Like they're mm -hmm. just very like blunt and like. I don't know. I just, I was uncomfortable there and the, they would let, you could like take shots bought for you by people. Mm -hmm. And so that was an uncomfortable situation too for me. Yeah. Like, because I'm really anxious about the amount of alcohol I drink, how many days I drink all this stuff. And that was during a time, a turbulent time for me where I was like drinking more than I should have been. And like, I don't know. I worked with a girl. I don't know. It was all, it was just, it was not toxic I, work environment. Mm -mm. It wasn't a good one. And I was also going to school and working full time. So I would then work swing night shifts at right. the Golden China, like to make extra wow. money. 
Um, it's like Twin Peaks in there. Like, oh my god, it's a different universe. Yeah. I get why people love the karaoke, but the it's just such a shit show where people get so fucked up constantly. Yeah. I saw a dead body outside. Um, Whoa! I was like, that sounds extreme. Wait, what Pretty torn up about that. Um, these this, this is, is like good. a true this crime is good podcast. No, yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm going in so hard on these people. No, like, I, go do karaoke there. Like, it's fun. Uh, you might die. We, so I fun. You might know. die. Okay, yeah. so there is this story about. It was like three years ago. I was still living in Ventura. Yeah, so it was at least two and a half to three years ago where there was this story about these kids who were really close friends but then got in a fight and someone had a gun and they were outside of the golden china and they literally like shot and killed this kid and then he went and shot and killed another person but yeah it was like a ventura story and it was like and everyone knew these kids because it's a small town you know um and we were leaving the golden china we went to like party um and we were leaving the golden china and the police were like you can't walk this way and i was like uh um, I need to get to the gas station because it's when my Uber's picking me up. Because the Ubers couldn't yeah. get in because there was like it was shut it was down. Off. Yeah, and I was like, I need to go this way. And they're like, Well, that's a dead body right there. Do you want to walk over it? And they just pointed <gasps> it out to me, and I was like, uh. Oh, and then You're I like, cr- I'll go. And then around. I cried and got curly fries from Jack in the Box. Oh. So that was good. Yeah, that's a depressing story. That is, that's. Tragic. I know. I'm sorry. Wow, I don't. Even I do know love curly fries, though. I don't know where we're at with the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do have like one last question for you. So okay. I know you were kind of talking about you're moving into like duffel bags. And oh stuff yeah, like dude, that. I want a fanny pack so bad. I'm excited. Yay! Yes. Yeah, so when can we like expect like to see some of that stuff um, like live and ready for purchase? Because I'm I'm like ready to buy it now. Do you are you doing pre sales? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. No pre sales is kind of genius, but also could get you in a tough spot. Yeah, totally. It's hard because it's just me making it for now. So I'm. I'm still trying to figure that out, like how to do I make everything first and then put it up? Do I make some of it first? I don't know. But so I would do limited releases. Yeah, that's I what would I, just do limited releases, make three of each, see the demand. Yeah. And then go from there. Yeah. So I think with the duffel bags, they're coming really soon because that's kind of close to being done. I also want to make clothes like I have yes. like I want to make like just like basics, like mini skirt, like little top, like just stuff like that too so I have like a lot of ideas I just need to figure out I don't know I don't know when soon soon yeah soon be on the lookout like next few months I'd say that's really what are you what are are you gonna do to celebrate your one year in November because Stephanie and I are are gonna yeah we're ready we're gonna go let's think about that yeah you need to celebrate like one year I would say golden china okay at this point (laughs) no let's go we should go to karaoke at Golden China for your one year. Yes, yeah. oh, I'm so down. That's yeah. even if it's just the night. three of us. And it should yes. be. It should, <laughs> no, no. I'm thinking like we should really go all out here and like 70s theme. Everyone has to wear a scrunchie. Like, let's go. Oh my god, love it. I think we're love we're throwing you a party, <laughs> whether you Sorry. like it or not. This is this like point. the best Sunday of my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank yes. you so much, Alexa, for uh, yeah. Being she on the made show us today. amazing Topa Talk scrunchies. Oh, we're taking pictures. We're show you. Oh, yeah. Yes. Ooh. And we're gonna get pictures of all the doggos because yeah. oh my god, more importantly, oh yeah, they're all outside playing. <laughs> yes, let's go hang so out cute. with them. Thank you so thank much. You so much. Thank you You're guys. so lovely. <laughs> you guys are too. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. All okay. right. Bye. Bye. Bye.